Y'all, welcome back. I am I'm so excited right now because we have uh, two of my favorite hosts, co-hosts, guests to be on here. Uh, thankfully, Eric is with me. We're going to try and get that back going. But Dylan and Ross are here. Uh, you guys have known them. They've been on the pod before, so that's no big deal. Tonight, we're here to talk about bum fights. Now, some of you might not remember this, but it's actually the name of what the Texas Longhorns basketball coach does on the weekend. Boom! Jokes, baby! This is a sabotage. You sabotaged me. You set me up for this. Sick em bears. <laughs> Baylor coaches have never done anything wrong. Suck it. Moving on. Now then. So, no, no, no. Dig into that joke, Joe. Really define yep, who is yep. who. Baylor is clean as a whistle. Okay. We look down on you Texas Satanists. What? I don't even clean know. Clean as a rape whistle. <laughs> it's so bad. Apparently, just all coaches are terrible. But, all right. Seriously, tonight we are going to take a trip back in time. So everybody listening, I need you, I need you to, to think back, to join us on this travel. Put on your Limp Biscuit CD. Spike your hair. Put on some Jinkos. And check your, well, actually, Facebook wasn't even around yet. So don't even check your Facebook because it's a glorious time. Now then, before we even get started, most of you out there, I assume, know what bum fights are. It was huge in uh, you know late 90s, early 2000s, as far as everybody I know. But I forget sometimes that Ross is like 26 years younger than all of us. So, so Ross, what, what do you know about bum fights? Uh, not a lot, honestly. Um, <laughs> full disclosure. I did not have uh, broadband internet in the house that I grew up in until like late 2009. And so it wasn't really a lot of access to like videos or things because, you know, when I got on the internet, the first thing I heard was like, you know, the like phone line sound. Um, So... Yeah, not a lot of access to, to things like bum fights. So all so of like I'm, the, I'm coming in here blind. All of the early internet trends from like the late '90s, early 2000s. You you just nothing, not literally none of it. I mean, I got some like through through friends, but like where I grew up, no one else had internet or like anything else too, because like most of my friends were just as broke as we were. So like, or lived in the middle of nowhere too, and so we didn't have access to internet. So uh, yeah, not a lot of um, not a lot of the early internet craze or trends did they even uh, bother in, you know, mailing you the like the aol 50 free hour cds did they even bother mailing it out to your sticks oh we got them but we like just they ju- they were just like oh yeah that, that doesn't work that far out in the sticks like <laughs> i mean i lived amazing i yeah i lived like 25 minutes from a walmart like uh on like a highway yeah so um do they have broadband? And not because of traffic. <laughs> Do they have broadband internet now in your parents' house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they got they actually got like fiber internet in like 2020 or 2021. So like they just now they had satellite internet until like 2017 or something like that. Like they just don't have infrastructure that far out. Wow. So that's just mm-hmm. wow. Okay, so then Dylan and Eric, what are y'all's recollections? Just, just, I mean, just overviewed. We don't got to dig in yet because, like, you know, we got stuff. What do you remember when you first saw these? Like, do, do you remember these? Well, unlike Ross, I had unfettered internet access at a very young age, and I saw so many things that I should not have seen. Um, Rotten.com. Oh, man. Don't know if you guys remember that. I do. Um, saw a lot of things on there that I cannot, I close my eyes and I still see them. Um, Faces of Death. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Um, the Zapruder film. Like I just oh downloaded the Zapruder film on like LimeWire Lime when yes. I was like, I was at your house. I was old. at your house. I remember this and watched John F. Kennedy's head like explode and was like, oh, interesting. Like that looks different than I thought, and it's horrible. 
Um, so yeah, I don't, but I don't remember bum fights as much. That might've been, a, was that a little bit later? That was, was that more like, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. We got a whole, there's a whole quiz. CKY jackass era of like skateboard. CKY came first. <laughs> CKY came first. Jackass came second. It's the same people or whatever, but CKY came first. Eric, how about you? Were, were you uh, an earlier surfer of the web? I mean, I went to E-Bombs World like everybody else, and Rotten, yep. I do remember Rotten for sure, and just stumbling upon horrible things like, oh, do you want to see somebody beheaded? Welcome to the internet. Take a look around. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> 11, 12 years old, watching beheadings. Like that's, that's not going to fuck with a society at all, I'm certain of it. But I remember bum fights as like a thing that was out there, and I'm sure I've seen a few, but I don't remember it being in the zeitgeist as like a thing we all did, if that makes sense. Right. To be fair. Yes. I don't remember it being like the main focus. I mean, specifically, I remember Dylan filming us like doing skateboard tricks and like hurting ourselves and more jackass CKY style, like the bum fight stuff or whatever like that. That was slightly different, but kind of at least in a way it like the late nineties, early two thousands, it kind of started the whole like pain as entertainment thing. Now, I admit the Three Stooges kind of really started that, like that, but it's so so different. Like they were Pratt falls and they were prop slaps and they were, you know they added sound effects to make it more of a thing. And it was obviously staged and scripted and, and whatever. This once CKY hit, it kind of opened the door. Do, do y'all feel like that happened? Like once the idea of literally just jumping into a bush of thorns and then everybody laughing, that kind of, I don't want to say lowered the bar, but it certainly, it, it opened a door to a different style of comedy. Do y'all see where I'm going with this? Yeah, like I, underground, <laughs> taboo, like should I be watching this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. It's funny, like the the community that I grew up in was not super into stuff like that. And so it was, uh, it's funny, like looking back at that and like, I mean, even like the latest Jackass movie, like Dylan and I went and saw it together and like, I couldn't breathe for multiple <laughs> minutes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I thought it was hilarious, but, but it's funny, like growing up where I, where I did, like people weren't super into, into that, or it was more of just like, those white dudes are crazy. Like that's not really something that we like watch or it's like, like the Chappelle enjoy. bit when he's like, white people are so weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. 100%. Like, Dave fell asleep and we stuck a carrot in his ass. And it's like, Why? <laughs> what did you? And I like, I feel that like we were that way and yeah. we were just mostly white kids yep. and we watched Jackass and we're like, like you said, like, oh, we should recreate this. Yeah. And I don't know why. Well, in, in the one yeah, CKY, I mean, we... they go to Iceland. Or Greenland, I forget. Doesn't matter. And while one of them sleeping, the other one of them pisses on him. Like, there's no joke there. There's no clever. There's no. There's there's there was. There's so little setup. It almost was like freestyle comedy. Was just like run up and kick your friend in the dick and then run off. And that's like that's funny. And to be fair, I laughed a lot. Like at least as a youth, I don't remember questioning it. Did y'all when we were twelve, thirteen, watching this shit? Do you remember remember questioning like, ooh, is this morally okay? Uh. Jackass, like, no, um, because that's voluntary and, uh, like, willful. I mean, sometimes I was like, I've seen too many penises <laughs> at too young of an age. <laughs> but, uh, like, the bum fight thing, yeah, I, I was not, I thought that was always kind of like, this is, I even, like, too young, be like, this is exploitative and uh, don't love, like, I don't get the, I don't really get the appeal of this. Hmm. Like, I'd rather watch somebody get hurt and their friends laugh than, like, 
two homeless people beat each other <laughs> up for money. That's it's kind of icky, you know. I suppose the ick, as the kids say. I suppose we should have said it before ten minutes into the episode. But for those who might not know what bum fights is, it is looking back a a, a just horrible thing that uh, a, a dude named Ryan McPherson and then three other dudes uh, they would just go around genuinely paying homeless people to do awful things to each other. I mean, hit each other with fists, but then also sticks and rocks and et cetera. And it got worse and worse and worse. So is the line then Dylan for you to start, but I want both y'all. I want all y'all is the line people hurting themselves for spectacle as opposed to people paying other people to hurt each other. Is that the line? Uh, no, I think it's, that's part of it, but I think it's also, exploiting people who don't are at an economic disadvantage. And uh, yeah, I mean, if it was, that's not the fighting it's if they were like, Hey dude, eat poop for $20 and they did it. Like, that's also horrible. (laughs) You know, like you're exploiting somebody who doesn't really have the ability to say no because they need whatever you're offering them. So desperation. Yeah. It's like a power dynamic thing. You know, it's like, I mean, it's the similar situation to like a workplace relationship where like a boss asks something that's inappropriate. There's always that like weird power dynamic Mm -hmm. that like, you know, the person feels compelled to do that thing because of that power dynamic, regardless of implications or things like that. Cause yeah, I still like, to this day have never seen a bum fight on the internet. Like, I don't know. I, I like purposely when you told me that we were going to do this, I haven't looked anything up. I have no idea what any (laughs) of this stuff is. And so I'm coming into it with fresh eyes. And yeah, like I feel like now in 2022, definitely I'm like, what an atrocious thing. But like, I think it, it was a weird time in terms of culture on the internet where it was kind of the wild West and anything, anything kind of went, you know, and whatever was viral. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever was viral happened. I mean, I do remember like the, one of the times going to my friend's house who had good internet and watching like, I don't even remember what it was, some horrible shit on the internet mm-hmm. and being like, is this what the web, the worldwide web is? Cause this is terrible. Yes. Um, yes it is. Yeah. So I, I think it's like, it's more of that power dynamic piece that I feel like was like definitely okay back then, but certainly is not now by any means. Uh, yeah, that would be hilarious. (laughs) Technical issues and all that anyways. Uh, so, okay, let's start here then because it was, it was like kind of the earlier days of the internet and it was, you know, wildness. Can y'all name, this isn't the official quiz. Can y'all guess or name either the title of the first bum fights or the year that it came out? Feels like a 2001 thing. Yeah. 2002, Bob. 2002, Bob. I'm going to go 99. Uh, I could not. I could not even fathom the title. 2002 title was a cause for concern. How many total bum fights did they make? Hold on. Can we pause for a sec? A cause for concern? (laughs) As if they knew what they were doing. This person is writing social commentary while. Uh Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, sorry. What was the second question? I like that took me for a loop. <laughs> How many of these did they make? How many did they throw around? Because they released multiple videos. Was this on like DVD? Only... Like you bought them as DVDs, or was it like a... literally on? Uh, the first one was DVD and VHS, Ooh. sir. This oh, is still wow. early 2000. I thought this was just adopted. on the internet. I'm I'm gonna hope that it's only ten. Did they sell these at like gas stations? Like where would you buy did these? They, did they have infomercials? That's a question. I never saw a physical I feel tangible like I copy. I remember seeing some sort of infomercials for these like late at night. 
But like, who's going to give airtime to that? You know? too. Anybody who likes money? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like 30, Joe. They made okay. four of them, thankfully. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, because they were, they were stopped legally. But here are the two main guys. Uh, there's no way you'll remember the names. Rufus Hanna uh, and Donnie Brennan. That was the two main homeless guys. And actually, I read an interview with the both of them, and they were like, yeah, this is stuff, according to them, it's stuff that they would do to themselves already. They would do it more or less as like an entertainment that they would throw themselves down, like, you know, kitty slides head first and like down, roll down, like to, to basically be jackass, but try and get a couple dollars from people around. And this Ryan McPherson guy met one and was like, well, how about we turn this into a thing? Does that make you feel any better about it? That it was sort of, kind of, almost a collaboration. Mm, kind of, but still no. I feel like it, I feel like it has. I need some more information on the profit yeah, yeah, yeah. behind this and stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the points, can, participation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, can guarantee the profit sharing was not a lot. Guarantee. But what the, the, the what I'm trying to nail down is like, what, where is it? We're allowed to watch fighting. Fighting's fine. The UFC's on every night or every weekend. You know, that boxing's on literally every day. There's some fights. There's like five or seven, just maybe even eight different fighting leagues. There's a pro fight league. That's okay. But if we admit to ourselves that it, it's the, the dynamic is the power dynamic, I mean, almost all fighters grew up poor. Like pretty much every single one of them. So, and again, I am not pro bum fights. I'm just trying to nail down what makes this because it is detestable. I'm not, I'm not trying to pretend that I'm, I'm pro bum fight. Why is it okay for like two dudes that grew up in the Borio to punch each other on TV, but two dudes that are homeless to punch each other on TV, that's bad. And I, again, I, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying why. I think a lot of it. I think your point of like, they, they, they were already doing it and it's like, well, then I will, I will pay you guys to do this or, I, you know, that's, I guess there's two, there's like the pragmatic is this, should this be allowed thing of like, okay, well, yeah, but also, and then the difference of like, do I think it's a good, like, well, no, you know, like there are plenty of things that I think should be allowed that are, I think also like icky. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I think it depends on like, obviously like the set of circumstances and why they're doing it and how are they getting paid and how are they getting compensated? And I mean, I'm very much a believer in like within reason, whatever you can get paid to do, if it's your talent, like, yeah, man, go get your money, I guess. Um, but I think it's like, like, like we talked about. It's if it's exploitative, and if it's like, hey, you, I'll give you fifty dollars to fight, and then that video is on the internet in perpetuity, you know, mm-hmm. forever. That's like, no, that's Making not okay. Thousands or more. But do you guys remember, like, there were years ago, there was that, there was a, a homeless man who went viral because he had like an incredible voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he became the voice of like um, Kraft macaroni yeah. and cheese. <laughs> um, I think uh, that was like something like that, like. Oh man, this guy got discovered. He got like uh, somebody found him, and like your voice is incredible. They gave him a job, but like very shortly after, and this is sort of a whole another rabbit hole. But like, I think he got he made money, and all of a sudden, but I think he had like very quickly like a downfall because there was no like help, or it was just like this man went from like destitute on the street to like here's a bunch of money, man, you did it, and then he was just like tight. And I think he probably had substance problems or mental health. Who knows? But most people who Actually. are you know homeless have there's a reason. Um, they have some sort of struggle or demon, but um, it's kind of like that too. Like, I don't know. Like, well, let's say that you give these people a bunch of money to do this thing. Well, like that's probably not in their best interest, like overnight either. Mm. So I don't know. It's a sticky, sticky subject. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I feel like that even if that person moves out of homelessness, 
because of something like bum fights, it doesn't doesn't make it okay. But it the end result is there, and so sometimes like we see that as like well, like or it, some people see that as like well, all all's well that all's well that ends well, and I mm-hmm. don't necessarily think that's the case when there's like exploitive exploitive. It's also not sustainable, and it's not it's there's no it's not leading to anything else, right? Like a fighter, you can theoretically climb up the ranks, right, and become a fighter, and maybe win a belt or get sponsorships or then become a, you know, who knows many, a host or a, a commentator or whatever. Um, th- there's a pathway. There's a, a, uh, an Avenue a pipeline for that. There's not I don't, <laughs> that I know of for this. So Dylan, you're saying if we gave the bum fights, a oh, belt, boy, here we okay. go. Oh, oh good to know. Good to know. Go. Glad that's glad that's Just on. Get these no, guys sorry. Belts, hey, go ahead. Man. What's your face? Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> Career trajectory. Right. That's a good point. Like, would we feel differently if like Mike Tyson had been discovered in bum fights? You know what I mean? And then now he was the, like ended up the heavyweight mm. champion of the world. I still think we would, because it's still like Ross said, you're sort of, taking advantage of and exploiting somebody's lack of opportunity to do other things to create, you know, income, even if it works. I feel like from the, from the fighting perspective, it's kind of like how the world feels about Kimbo slice, right? RIP rest in peace. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he grew up like fighting on the streets and things like that. And then he got a legitimate chance and he didn't do great with it, but he made a living, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and people, because there was trajectory with that, accepted that past of him, you know, like fighting on the streets and things like that. But if like he just made a bunch of money fighting on the streets and then just immediately would like had no support system or no trajectory from that, I feel like people would have just been like, this is just like a, some dude like whipping ass on the street and probably doesn't need to be on the street in the first place. You know? Hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. I feel like it, again, it's that trajectory piece that affects our viewpoint of like what is this person getting out of this thing that they are doing for money long term yeah because it that gives them more agency in what they do and don't do right and that's sort of like what we're talking about is agency and the uh, ability to make the choice to do x y or z yeah like if these bums no, stop like fighting what agency do they have on their life to get out of homelessness right or to earn right. an income similar to what so they would like, get from fighting. Exactly, exactly. So I feel like that until they there is a, a, a structure that provides such agency, it's exploitative, you know? Like, I feel like that it might be kind of more where the line is, I guess. Because with, with fighting, there's a structure to be able to achieve that. It's like any, any of us when we were playing sports in high school were like, I want to leak. You know what I mean? There's a structure for us to do that, even though we may not be making money doing that or anything like that. Yeah, really, but. what we're also, advocating uh, for is somebody to be the Don King of uh, bump fights. <laughs> well, that's the thing Basically. too. Fighting is highly, highly sanctioned, yeah. um, and you got to have a license and all that, like as a fighter. So, oh yeah. But why was it eventually? I mean, why was it quickly stopped? I'm assuming just people being like, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, there were a ton of lawsuits. In fact, well, I'll tell you right now. I'll start right here. The The main thing that put it over the edge by the second one, uh, Bum Fights 1, cause, cause for Concern, Bum Fights Volume 2, Bum Life in 2003, and then before uh, Bum Fights Volume 3, The Felony Footage, was a bunch of lawsuits, and that's why it was called The Felony Footage. And the issue became 
Uh, there was a dude, Donnie Brennan, like I was telling you, the two main guys, both of which are, uh, well, actually, I didn't want to say that. So we'll stop. Oh, I'll get back to that. The one guy, they ended up paying him to put a tattoo across his forehead. And it was huge, bold letters that covered the entirety of his forehead. And it just said bum fights. And it was huge. I mean, literally, you couldn't miss it. And this is, remember, 2003, 2002, 2003. Nobody had face tattoos. Mike Tyson didn't even have a fake tattoo. The idea of a face tattoo was so far beyond the scope of normalcy as far as the public eye, as far as anybody's fucking eye. But it was so brash and ridiculous that, according to a couple of things that I'd read while researching this thing, and Jesus Christ, I'm probably on a list after having researched this thing because, wow, there are some bad videos still circulating the internet by the by. But before that, trying to get a court to sit down and watch a volume two of bum fights, you're not going to fucking do it. You can't do it. You bring this guy Donnie in and say, look at this man. They've obviously done this to his face. And that essentially won the court cases like that alone, in my opinion, was enough to sway a jury. Well, who e, what's that face? bringing this in front of a judge? A bunch okay. of public activists, gotcha. just a bunch of pro bono lawyers and public activists, because this was in California. And so, I mean, you know, of course, the lefty liberals in California don't like preying on homeless people. Yeah, fucking America's number one liberal. conservative yeah. podcast. But they, that's literally what it, the choice of any free yeah, person to fuck them. Uh, all right. <laughs> money yeah. wins. All right. You don't have a dollar. <laughs> fuck you. No, that's a terrible thing, obviously. But number one, most conservative. You got it. But no, that was honestly, in my opinion, that's probably what put it over the edge. That's probably what I'd probably put it to the... Had they just kept on doing what they were doing, you really can't, like, you know, whatever. But you put a giant fucking tattoo. The guy looked dumb. Like, it looked, it looked really, really bad. And that, guys, brings us to this week's quiz, everybody. Before you start the quiz, First I question. just love the running thread of America's number one most conservative <laughs> podcast that <laughs> continues to come up, even though that most of the topics are completely out of I, left field, we, literally and yeah. politically. <laughs> Literally, it's so. I don't even know how that first got brought up, but somehow it has stuck, and it's that's not going. Anywhere. I'm sure it was Vance. Now that I say that, that's a very Probably. Vance, yeah, bit. It feels like Vance. It feels like Vance. But yeah, okay. First question: the Three Stooges. How long were they a thing? How long was their act active? And you can either give me the amount of years or bonus points if you can give me the starting year and the finishing year of their career. Hold on, are we talking just... only Larry, Moe, and Curly, or are we talking that fourth guy? That <laughs> All of it. There are, there are many iterations of it. In fact, the very next question is about that. Okay. But there are many iterations of any and all iterations from day one until the last day. How many years? Bonus points if you can name I bet years. it's like short, and they just made like 10,000 movies, but I don't, I'm going to say 15 years? Yeah, I was thinking like 12. Oh. I'm going to say eight years. All right, you guys are incredibly wrong. It started in 1922, the first iteration. It was uh, Ted. No, oh, shit, I didn't write it down. It was somebody's name, Terry and his Stooges was the original. Then it went on multiple iterations with multiple different people. It eventually stopped the last year in 1970, gentlemen. 48 Jeez. fucking years of Stooges. Did they Stooges like franchise it? How does yeah. that work? Next question. How many different people at one time or another were a stooge? Iggy Pop. Oh, it's got to be like 17. Iggy Pop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 20. If you go that long. I mean, I mean I'd God, assume I you'd have that's... to be like physically able to do it too. So I would think if it went 48 years, three people, three, 10 years, yeah, 40. 
What? Seven. Jeez. Seven people. Yeah. Mo was always in it. He was in it from day one to the very fucking wow. end. Uh, there were six actual Stooges. Uh, obviously, the last one was Shemp because he uh, stood in for Wait, the other for Curly because he fucking died. Okay. Shemp, yeah. I believe Shemp. was his name. Wasn't it Shemp? Yeah, yeah. no, Shemp. yeah. Shemp oh, came in and Shemp. Shemp, what? Shemp was the. I mean, I wasn't a fan growing up. I remember watching him with my dad, but that's beside the point. There was a dude that stood in for Shemp. His name was Joe Palma because Shemp died of a heart attack while they were filming a movie in 1955. And so this dude, Joe Palma, stood in and they only filmed him from like the side and the back. So you couldn't really tell and all the like the pratfalls have been filmed or whatever. But yeah, uh, it went on to 1955. Then they tried to reboot it in 1965 and it sort of kind of almost worked. And then they rebooted it in 1975. And while they were filming the reboot in 1975, Mo fucking died. So like these guys were just dropping dead by the end of it. They, they tried to string it along as long as they could. Now back to bum fights, which is the 2000s version of the Three Stooges as far as I'm concerned. Except for it's not. It's evil. How many copies, physical copies, were sold of the first Bum fight. Physical, tangible, you hold it in your hand, either VHS or DVD. Oh, it's going to be way more than I want it to be. <laughs> yes, it is. 20,000? Yeah, 10,000? 10, 10, I was thinking like 500,000. Ooh. Eric is closer. Uh, the, La, the La Mesa police, they estimated over 300,000 copies or so. Good Lord. Jesus. Originally at twenty dollars each, that the main guy essentially pocketed all of it, and that's genuinely the biggest issue I have. Had this guy split the profits evenly with these two dudes, they'd have been rich as shit. And what are you going to say? They'd have literally been millionaires. Fuck it, you can have it. He didn't. He's an asshole. Fuck him. Now then, how much was the business itself worth? The four original founders sold the business to two Las Vegas oh, businessmen. These two Las Vegas businessmen went by the pseudonyms Ty Beeson and Ray Letitia because they didn't want to be on legal paper with their actual real name saying we bought bum fights. How much did they buy it for? I mean, you made six mil in the first video. Overhead for making VHS tapes and shit is not high. And let's be let's be honest, they filmed it on a Sony camcorder. No. They're not hiring a real film jack. Not hiring Some a giant twenty pound. It's a real yeah. Jack. Uh, yeah, this one was not in 4K for sure. I'm going to say they bought it for Probably like not. 20 mil. 10. 50. 1.5. That's it? 1.5 million because Ryan wanted out. The main guy saw the writing on the wall and he just sold and got out. Last question. Uh, of the two, they called them stuntmen. I mean, the two main homeless guys, Rufus and Donnie. Which one was an army veteran? Rufus. Both. <laughs> Neither. Yeah, Both know. of them. Both of them. Good calls, boys. Good calls. Yeah, better yeah, than yeah, We, we, we like got to take care of our bets, man. It's bad. But, dude, you want to keep going dark for a second, though? Like, it's kind of what the army is to a lot of really impoverished people who don't have agency to really go much further than they do. That's like that's a real thing in America. Yeah, veteran homelessness and I think is this crazy is, high. It's absurd. It's absolutely terrible. But like the idea that we would that like I, there's the whole thing with John Stewart and trying to fight for uh, you know, veteran benefits and you know Mitch McConnell's a piece of shit. That's a whole different thing. But the idea that we were paying these people to like beat each other up. That's it's dark, man. I, I specifically remember watching it, and I'll never remember this. I'm watching it on our home computer. 
It's a giant desktop home computer, and I'm watching bum fights. This is maybe 2004. And my dad walks in, and I'm giggling because I'm, you know, an asshole little kid. And he is so offended by this. Tim was so angry with me. And until then, I never questioned it. I was like, oh, it's so funny. What do you mean it's so funny? He was like, these are real people. And it, that, that hit me hard. So, so the, the kind of question I'm sort of trying to get to then is, are you okay if it's profit sharing? Are you okay if I choose to beat myself up? Let's start there. One person choosing to hurt themselves. I think we're all okay with that, right? Jackass, CKY, these things go on forever. That's okay. That's okay. Paying someone else to hurt themselves but paying them well, that's still okay. I feel what, like it. I feel like person? we need some more context. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to nail down. I get that this is horrible. I'm not denying. Yeah, like it's Joe, horrible, there's a big difference between why? me paying Ross five million dollars to cut his right arm off, and then some a UFC fighter yeah. getting paid a whole bunch of money to fight in a UFC fight. Like those are different things. Exactly. Fair. But is it just? Is it just the amount of money? And I know I'm splitting hairs, but I'm just curious. Like, is is it just the amount of money, or is it, it is it that it's an unskilled activity? Is is there is there a skill set to it? Is I mean, is there like I'm getting to the, the artistic portion of this, which is insane. But is it because there's there's no artistic credibility to what they're doing? I have a question. Because boxing, that's an art form. Yeah, go. Was it just like the same two people always? Uh, there was main two people, and then that song that I text you guys uh, was the third guy. He went on to have uh, a, a semi-successful rap career. Uh, Ayo, girl, can you say bling bling? It's a, it's a chart topper. So I don't remember. Yeah, it was basically the main two guys. So was it just like they would stage and like set up videos of these dudes? Because I don't remember that well. Or was it like a viral like thing where they would just like capture different homemade videos of people fighting and put them out? Or was it just like they they sanction or they like produced it, put it on, film the same Both. guys? And that leads me to a point that I was going to get to later, but fuck it, we'll do it now. Both. Half of it was setting them up. Half of it was genuinely, I'll pay you $20 to go dive through the like McDonald's drive through window. Not when it's open. Dive through the plate glass, smash it with your face, dive through. I'll pay you for that, whatever it was. I don't know how much. And the other half was genuinely just filming street fights. Homeless street fights outside of clubs. Essentially, what Worldstar is. So that, again, is my point. Why is Worldstar allowed? No one demonizes Worldstar. No one hates on Everybody, in fact... Yeah, oh, you don't really? think anybody demonizes Worldstar? Worldstar? <laughs> the fuck well, is wrong with you? Fair. But I'd say the overall <laughs> the overall view of Worldstar is everybody yells, Worldstar, as they're filming shit and everybody's laughing and going along. Like, we're not, there's no, like, lawsuits against Worldstar. Why is Worldstar okay? When this was, And again, I'm not... I'm, I, I know I have to keep... I'm playing devil's advocate, I admit, but I just want to understand why the difference. And I know I, I get the general difference, but Worldstar's totally cool. Watching three drunk dudes beat the shit out of each other outside of a nightclub at 3 a.m., everybody's cool with it. Everybody's totally cool with it. I think maybe... What's the difference? Because there's like... Well, they... I mean, that's a... For one, it's like a... You can assume maybe that there's like a normal, well-off person who got too drunk and then had a fight. And it's like, well, you kind of deserve... Then you lost your cool or whatever. I still don't think it should be like published on the internet. I mean, I don't think anybody's worst moments should just live on the internet forever. Oh, God. I mean, you know, <laughs> definitely not mine. Um <laughs> No, and I think to me it goes back to like allowed or like are you do you like it? Like there's a difference between like should it be allowed and like um, I like this thing. It's like I I, Uh, I don't know. Should it be allowed? I guess if somebody gets paid and they are okay with it and they are reasonably have the mental capacity to agree to it, okay. 
I guess it's allowed, but I also doesn't mean I like it or think it's good or like beneficial to the overall good of the culture, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of things that like, you know, I just think as adult consenting adults should be allowed to do, but doesn't mean I'm going to do it. And doesn't mean I'm going to like tell my kids, this is a very good thing that you should aspire to do, you know? Yeah, I fully agree with that. And also mm-hmm. I think there's at least with your world star, I don't, I think this is a false equivalency because in theory, these things are happening regardless of whether or not there's a camera there. It just happens to be that in today's society, there's always a camera around. Whereas these quote unquote bump fights, like they don't exist without oh. the camera. True. At least as a majority. I like that idea though. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it could, I mean, half of them were just random stuff they caught on film, but the other half was absolutely staged and set up, but that's a great point. E. Back then in 2000, there weren't cameras everywhere. I kind of forget that, which is weird just as a cultural criticism. I forget that shit wasn't always filmed back then. Yeah, like people didn't carry around a video camera. So for them to capture it, like my my thing about that too is like, yes, they got fights of like from on the street and things like that. But like how how, uh, random were those fights? Because how also often? Also, good questions. How I mean, I've spent a lot of time in a lot of downtown areas. I I live in Portland. There's a lot of homeless people here. I've seen some yelling. I have very rarely seen fist fights. Like it takes a lot to get people there, especially people who are already like in really destitute situations, you know. And so, like, how much of that was them being like, "Look, we'll pay each of you guys twenty dollars to swing on each other." Like that's my thing. Is I, I feel like that. For them to have that footage, they had to premeditate carrying a camera around. And ha- think about how much time it physically would have taken for you to just walk around areas with high rates of homeless people and be able to have enough fights on film to put it into a video on VHS or DVD to be able to sell. Yeah, like, like an 80-minute VHS. Yeah, yeah like that's fight so, lasts two minutes max. So many fights. And I don't think that it – I don't think that I'm convinced that they were all just – Oh, we happened to walk up on two homeless guys fighting. Like and, like, and it happened so many times that we have hours of footage. Yeah, there's you know no what? way. Yeah. There's no but way. I feel similar about like, and this is a, a relatively recent thing of like people on TikTok or whatever who go and will like um, stage something like at Walmart and they be like, "Hey, can I cut in front of you? I only have three things." And they're like, "Okay," and the person's nice and like, "Sure," and like, "Hey, guess what, man? You're a good person. I'm gonna buy your groceries today." And the person like breaks down and tells some like sob story about like, you know, I have $40 in the bank and like this has happened to me and blah, blah, blah. I'm also like, fuck you. That's exploitative as well. Like if you're going to do the deed, great, just do it. But why do you need to film it and put this person crying on the internet? And even if they're okay with it, like that, they might say like, yeah, I'm okay. But on the internet, man, I don't care. But like, you're still exploiting them. You're exploiting their situation, even under the guise of doing something nice for them. And it all goes back to like profiting money and clout chasing. It's just like, I think I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like the it's like the Supreme Court or uh, you know that Supreme Court quote of like I can't define pornography, but I know it when yeah. I see it. Like I, I can't define it, but like there's something about like th- things that are gross when I see them, you know, and like yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. Again, it's, like it's self promotion at the expense of others, right? Like even if that yeah. that even if the other people benefit, right? Like and that's kind of how it is with this. It's that equivalent that you gave there is just the equivalent of bum fights, right? Is like it's self promotion yeah. for those people and self, you know, gratification through financial means at the expense of other people 
obviously the people who are are fighting these these homeless people who are fighting are physically hurting themselves but the you know for the that person who's on the internet like they live on the internet in perpetuity now like crying about how they only have forty dollars in their bank account like that can't feel good for them Mm -hmm. you know regardless of that situation you know so there's this guy you see a lot on uh, i don't know if he's homeless but he he might i don't know that he's like in the upper middle class but i think he's at like rucker park or somewhere in new york maybe or whatever and he's like He'll just challenge people like, I will make this shot from like outside yeah. the park, like the basketball shot. And he challenges people and he like beats them almost always. And I'm like, good, man. He's got a gift. He's got a talent. It's not embarrassing. He's not degrading himself. He's just like, I can do this. <laughs> I Give me $10. I bet you I won't. And he does it. And I'm like, good, man. Good for you, dude. You're not embarrassing yourself. You're not degrading yourself. No one's taking advantage of you. You are just doing something you're good at and conning you know, tourists. That's a hustle. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a hustle. You got yeah. a grift. Yeah, good. You got to find a grift, man. E, no, what you got? it's weird. It, this made me think about the idea that, like, I think people are actually really good, are better than we realize at, like, seeing things that are genuine, things that aren't. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of a lot of what we're talking about is sort of seeing something for what it is and seeing the motivation behind it or seeing if somebody's actually doing something because they care to do it or because they want to do it. And I don't know. I think that's hmm. – it's one of those hmm. things where, like Dill said, you sort of know it if you see it. And I don't know how we know it, but it seems like we do more often than we don't. We kind of talked about this, but, like, what do you all think about, like, backyard wrestling? You know, like, yeah. that was similar, right? I mean, it put a, put on yeah. – like, people put that on themselves, but, like – I also watched that and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't know if you should be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I watch, I don't know. There's a guy on Reddit. He's a, he's an insane clown posse fan. And he, he jumps off of tables onto either barbed wire or thumbtacks, like very mankind esque mm-hmm. stuff from back in the day. And he does it just for clicks. And I admit I watch it because, but I just watch it going. Why well, it's because you you're a juggalo at heart, Joe. That's why, why are right? you? Doing yeah, I was gonna say juggalo. Yeah, is it's weird that you didn't use that word for uh, the four of us. <laughs> like we would be like, I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> you know what's ridiculous? I didn't know. Like I knew the term, but like I don't. I, I'm not. I can't pretend to that. But no, like I, I think Dylan, to your point, the, there's two. There's two different things. One, the the like kind of fake pranky shows that people do where they like purposely steal your parking spot. And then like, if you don't get mad, they're like, Oh, I'm going to give you a parking spot in like 50 bucks or, you know, whatever that, that kind of stuff is a thing. But, but what is the difference truly between, cause I'm like, I, I'm not rich, but you know, the four of us, we're not going to be you know homeless tomorrow. Like that's just a thing, you know, it's fine. We're very lucky, fortunate, whatever you can spot someone who's down on their luck. If you're in line at Walmart, it is not, it's not random when these people offer to cut in line and pay for these people's groceries. So they know exactly who they're targeting and they're targeting, they're targeting the people that are down on their luck, just like the bum fights people were. And and instead of physical abuse, which is totally different admit, but it's emotional abuse. You, You are harvesting their emotional toil for clicks. And then at the end of it, you have like sponsored by body armor or some bullshit at the end. Like you're genuinely profiting off of these people's pain. And that's not that far off from bum fights. Like, yeah, you're paying them, but they were paying bum fights a little bit. It's, it's a very, but it, it is, it goes back to the idea that I couldn't define it. I'm trying to get you all to help me define it. I can't define it, but it just feels wrong. It just feels fucking wrong. I feel like that there's a difference here between self-promoting a talent and self-promoting at others' yeah. expense. 
Like, ah. and that's the line, right? Ah. Is that like for this guy who may be down on his luck, but he's in Rucker Park and he's saying like, I'll hustle you for 10 bucks and he's self-promoting his own talent, right? Um, or, you know, some of the, even like backyard wrestling, right? It like, it feels a little icky, but also these people, like they do have a talent in like performing. It's and really they are amazing. So <laughs> and, and or this guy, or this guy jumping off a table, right? He has a talent, like it's a weird talent and it's not Bill's one that mafia. I, you know? But he is self-promoting his own talent for clicks, right? He's he's doing. He is the one who has agency there. He's self-promoting a talent that he has, and he is the one who's in charge of that revenue stream and things like that. Whereas people who are self-promoting at the expense of others are using other people to gratify themselves. It's the difference in like in our in the field that I'm in, particularly between like bribery and reinforcement. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. Is that like reinforcement is providing a stimulus or something at to improve someone else's life whereas for bribery it's i'm providing a stimulus or something to to improve my life right and there's a difference there and so i i feel like it's in the same thing is there's that self-promotion for the you know for self-gratification for self-promotion uh on the other side, there's, you know, using others for that self-promotion. I feel like that might be where the line that we're, like, trying to nail down is. Who controls the means of production? As America's number one <laughs> communist podcast, you know, it's really about who controls the means of production. Listen, the proletariat uh, controls the country. Yes. Uh, Ross, I really appreciate you having done the art for our podcast, I really appreciate the art you did, but I'm going to need more sickle. I'm going to need more hammer <laughs> yeah. and sickle next time. Yeah, absolutely. You mean we are going to need uh, more hammer, we, hammer and we, yeah, exactly. yeah. we. we need you to give us for me. Thank you. Yes. Oh, that's crazy, man. No, but that's, that's yeah, that's interesting. I didn't expect us to go down this, like, kind of a, a side tangent. But, yeah, it's, it's almost true of, like, it, so what's the difference then between, no, I don't even like that because that's not the same. Nope, fuck that. Okay. Here's a question. The four original film makers, uh, they eventually pleaded guilty in California to misdemeanor charges of conspiracy to stage an illegal fight. So obviously, the illegal thing's a thing. That's the law's a thing. Did any of them go to jail? No. Yes or no? I think so, no. honestly. No, not for misdemeanors. This no is way. America, dude. You're correct, but two of them didn't complete their community service, so they ended up spending uh, six months in jail. What are they up to now? And I'm going to start with the two main uh, uh, participants, Donnie Brennan. Uh, he's the one that had the tattoo over his face. He's the one that got into multiple lawsuits. There's plenty of pictures of online wearing a suit. He looks very classy. He looks all shaved and trimmed and all that, but then he's got fucking bum fights across his forehead. What's he up to? I feel like I he's he... probably like a homeless advocate or something now. Yeah, I hope he learned his way around an engine block or something because I don't, you know, have a tattoo on your No one's seen him since 2016, Jesus so don't Christ. worry about it. Rufus <laughs> Hannah. Rufus <laughs> Hannah was the other one. He he elected not for a face tattoo, but he got knuckle tattoos uh, that say bum fights across oh, his yeah. fingers, which back then was a very popular tattoo. I remember uh, a skateboarding guy. I liked Mike Bomber. He had fear and hate. I mean, shout out to Kayla Williams of the USC. Cool with the bum he fights. Hey, his nails. Let's be, let's be, I mean, yeah, different, much different. Wow. But yeah, okay, so Rufus Hanna, uh, what is he doing now? 
God, I hope he's a homeless advocate. Somebody. <laughs> now he represents Orange County and California's state legislature. <laughs> Ross, you're correct, sir. Good. Good. He completely reformed his life. He started an advocacy group. He had, he had a whole uh, a, a whole project going. He had almost a hundred people in, in the advocacy group, and then he died of a heart attack. So don't worry about it. Now then, Ryan McPherson, Ryan McPherson, the main guy, main number one bum fight dude. What is he up to? He died, so don't worry about it. Selling NF, NF, NFTs, probably. <laughs> Yeah, crypto and prison, hopefully. He owns a board ape, for sure. <laughs> NFTs was such a good... Uh, anyways, he made a, a documentary following a couple of the other bum fight guys later, but obviously there was no uh, fights. He then made... Dylan, I know you're into films. He then made the movie Stopwatch. Uh, not the 2000 release about the, the... The 2011 release about the science teacher that was murdered. Also not the 2022 release starring Jay Chandra and Rech Nerosha. Uh, he filmed Stopwatch from 2019 uh, starring Braun Theron. And no, you've never seen it. Don't worry about it. IMDb doesn't even have a plot synopsis. I can't even tell you what it's about. So there's that. Then, then, and I tell you what, I'll give you guys, uh, I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys two guesses on why he's being hunted currently by police. I love your vocabulary there, by the way. That's great. Why is he being hunted? <laughs> I feel like that he, ki- he that this guy kidnapped someone for sure. Tax evasion. You're not. You're not far off. No, no, Dylan. You're not thinking dark enough. Ross is on the right track. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say any. I don't even want to know. Yeah, like, <laughs> Chris Beard situation. No, you. No, you're good. All right, here we go. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna read to you directly from this. Is an article from 2015. Jesus Christ. Ryan McPherson. One of two fugitives who narrowly escaped Colombian authorities in November after being caught trying to buy and ship dead baby parts, human skin, and a box of human hearts reportedly stolen. Appears to be back in business in Las Vegas, Nevada, and has restarted his original Bum Fights production. That was in 2015. 2019, the Bum Fights production got shut down because he's literally being hunted by Interpol. He is like a most wanted human being on Earth right now. I just let's talk about. Yeah, hold we on. have a lot to hold unpack on, here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The lot, lot to so unpack much here. To unpack. What, the box of hearts was stolen. Why was there a box of hearts stolen. in the first place? Fuck Why did the article no, need to specify that parts? it's illegal human skin. to possess and sell these? <laughs> to yeah, have to possess those know. things, like. He must have been huge on Silk Road. Like, I'm not even kidding. He must have been one of those Silk Road guys. Yeah. He genuinely had to have been because that was like, that's what you could do on there originally. This man out here so selling that's boys whole at. body parts. Yep. Black market body parts selling. That's a, it's a long way to go from paying people to fight each other, I guess. Long way to go. I mean, well, you know, degenerates people, stay yeah. degenerates. Yeah, when people tell you who they are, believe them. That's kind of my takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oofta. So uh, I don't know how to end uh, this type of an episode. <laughs> Ross and Dylan, how much would I have to pay you to punch each other in the face? Like hard, hard, like really fight. How much would that actually cost? I don't know, you, like, but I will say that the number is significantly lower for Ross because we used to play this game all the time. <laughs> and we would be like, how much to do this? And like karate and I'd be like, a million dollars. And he would be like, oh, I would do it for far less. Like I would do... <laughs> Listen, I've been for poor for money. a long time. I was poor for a big chunk of my life. All right, and <laughs> there were the, uh, 
in college, one time I ate a rice sandwich because I had no other means of acquiring other food. I thought about rice sandwich. All I had was rice aroni and bread, and I had to make it to the next day. And so that was what I ate. It was rice aroni on bread. And one time I thought about stepping out in front of a bus at my at my college so that I could get my <laughs> tuition paid for. And I remember Yo. standing on the sidewalk and thinking, like, all I got to do is just take the hit. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I've been poor for a long time. So that number is usually a lot lower for me than Dylan. Uh, the only thing worse than so, that for, like, dinner, if you're poor, is, like, just going to bed. Like, what's, oh, the, yeah. like, like, what's the worst thing you've ever had for dinner? Like, bedtime. Like, like ice water and bed. bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, to punch, like, just one punch or, like, to fight each other? For a, let's say a three minute. Okay, actually, let's start. Dylan, do you remember uh, when we oh, went yeah. up and did? Oh yeah, I Fight remember. Club. Yes. Yeah. How much to do that right now? Three minutes. Oh, my God. How much to actually do that? Oh, it'd be a lot. Uh, yeah. It'd okay, be like you, ten, tens of cents for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think like at a, least two foldable dollar bills. At least I'd say like a like a year's salary for me. You know, like just like yeah. If I have to It'll fight somebody for three minutes, who's probably pretty like if it's Ross, I mean. He, He's strong and he's longer than me, so he's I'm gonna dude. get punched in the face. And to get punched in the face, I need like a year's a year salary, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd do it for a year salary, just to be like, all right, look, we're gonna we're both gonna do our year's work right here. Let's just punch each other a lot and then just uh, shake hands and and be done with this afterwards. And, and then buy a G wagon and ride it off as a business expense. And, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So basically, we're gonna start our own business <laughs> yes. by fighting each other. Yeah. Called beard fights, and that joke doesn't make sense because no one can see them. But they both have beards, I think so you, you can, can hear it. Uh, e, is there a number enough for you to actually go into red and throw real punches at a human? Oh, uh, for me to punch somebody, and like a lot and hard for minutes at a time. Is is there a? I don't a like, number. I know everybody's motivated. Yeah, because money, money there is, is a number. Yeah, is there? I don't know what it is. Um, you'd also have to consider like it's a lot. That's insane. I, there's a pretty good chance if I'm supposed to beat somebody up, I'm going to end up in the hospital with my leg currently. So like, <laughs> I have to factor that into my cost equation. So, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. Well, I got I got to make profit, but also cover exactly. My back yeah, it's an important part of this like, profit plus hospital stay. This idea at our age. Uh, so. Yeah, it, it's like it. there's a number, but it's it's pretty high, and I don't know that my heart would be in it for just a number. You'd have to find some other motivation. Yeah, that's the thing. I, that's what I'm like genuinely wondering if there was enough for you because like you wouldn't have to pay me that hard to just get mad because I'm, I'm like the Hulk. I'm always angry. I hate most people, so it wouldn't take me a lot <laughs> to get angry. But with you, I feel like it would take so fucking much. I don't know that I've ever seen you like want to hit somebody. Back there's a question. We'll end it on that. Last person any of y'all actually wanted to fight. Dylan knows exactly coach, who it is for me. <laughs> it could be a nobody. Who was it? It could be a gas station attendant. I don't care. Who was it the last person that you were like, I would fight this person? Dylan was there on the last person that I tried to fight. Yeah, I was there. Um, I think we talked about was this. Was it the guy at pickup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's when we talked about pickup basketball. Some guy pulled me down by it. the back of my jersey, and I I, 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 I don't think I've ever been that mad in a long time, and I immediately stood up and threw a punch. Like first thing I did, thankfully he was far enough away from me and it didn't connect. But I literally pulled myself off the ground and my first move was a right hook. Like for those that didn't hear that episode, Ross had been like you had been down and out with leg injuries for a while, mm-hmm. while yeah. you had just come back day one. Dude pulls a move that very well could have hurt you again. Oh yeah, that could have like 
torn my ACL or like broken my back. I was like up yeah, at the yeah. rim and he huh. pulled me down by my jersey. Um, yeah, and I immediately stood up and took a swing. But thankfully, there was a very large man between the two of us, and he like picked me up and just moved <laughs> me out of the way. So that saved me from the shame of having to best. fight somebody in, on a basketball court. I've seen that, not necessarily specifically that, but I've seen the big dude at almost every pickup game. It's like it's somehow ingrained in their mind that if some shit starts, that it's their job to mediate. Like I've seen it happen. Like this is ridiculous. Shout out to Joseph Bowman, who, bro, you're going to get on the podcast one day. I know you listen. You told me you did. So I was there twice in San Marcos at Texas State when he almost got his ass kicked, or maybe he could have taken this guy. I don't know. Two separate times, two separate dudes, because Bowman's just a, you know, he's a nitpicky kind of a ball player. You guys know that. And two dudes tried to swing on him, and both times the biggest guy there just, like, stepped in between. Like, as if that's just, I don't know if you're, I don't know anything what it's like to be a big guy, but apparently that's just, like, ingrained in your nature. You know, like, I have to stop this. I don't know what that is. Dylan, last time you genuinely wanted to swing. I don't know if I've ever wanted to physically fight somebody. I don't, I've gotten very mad. Ever? I don't think so. I mean, I'm also very, um, like, I don't, I don't put things in writing when I like fight with my, my wife. Like I don't, or anybody, I don't like, I'm very like, you just punch her. I yeah. I just, just, you know, sometimes you gotta let people know you're serious. Um, no, <laughs> full, full I, Chris Beard. I don't, I don't put things in writing because I'm like, there's going to be a time when I'm not mad. And then I don't want this in writing. Like, you know, um, and the same thing, like, I just, I'm like, what's, it's not worth the two. I've never, yeah, I've never been so mad that I'm like, I'm going to swing on somebody and potentially ruin like my, especially now, like, you know, my life or career or you go to jail, able to come play basketball at this gym or whatever. Um, I am much more just like, I will zero in on this person's biggest insecurity and just, plant the seed and they'll it'll it'll be so much worse than if i actually punch them square in the face <laughs> also not good <laughs> not saying that's a good thing but um i just feel like uh yeah i, I would Better. much rather just say something that's yeah even as a kid right or like, cutting to somebody instead of fighting my brother which is the only other person who i probably ever like physically wanted to fight and fought before but it's, it was much better to just keep talking right and just like pick at them verbally yeah dylan has probably like some it. of the most pointed shit talk that i've ever heard <laughs> in my life yeah, I'm not I buy proud that. of it. I no, buy that completely. But, you know, I mean, you kind of are. Well, I don't. Like, what are you going to do? You know, never. You know, I, if I could get paid for it, <laughs> I would, I, but I can't. Self-promoting talent. Yeah. All right, he's not exploiting others. The self-promoting. <laughs> we call it parenting. You know what I pinpointed to? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, it's really it's interesting. I pinpointed to this. I grew up watching so many like sitcoms, like '90s sitcoms with laugh tracks, and in that, like, that's all people yeah. did was like. Singers make fun of each other and then the audience would laugh and i just feel like i do it i've gotten better but like i would do it and nobody laughed and then people would just be like you suck you're an asshole and i'd be like but like when will smith does it it's funny yeah and he calls carlton short and everybody laughs and everybody loves carlton but everybody loves will and i'm just like and again, that's my issue. I'm not defending it. I'm just like, I've had to really think about, like, why do I do this to people that I love genuinely? Um, <laughs> you know, and some people also, like, Ross can take it. Like, I've said some horrid shit to him, and he just laughs. Oh, yeah. Same, same <laughs> and thing. And Will Smith graduated to slap people, shit, so did. clearly you're on the right path. Exa- yeah. exa- God damn it. Hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, maybe I need to really do some soul searching. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, everybody out there, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. I can't believe we got an hour out of bum fights. How did this happen? <laughs> it always happens. We're amazing. <laughs> Skills. Skills. <laughs> Bye, y'all.